Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to a week one edition of the Bird Brains with Ken and Mark. I'm ex-Philadelphia Eagles, Philadelphia Stars tight end Ken Dunnick. My partner is a longtime Eagles beat writer for the Trenton Times and NJ.com, Mark Eckel. And I want to remind everybody that the Bird Brains is sponsored by Jersey Man and Philly Man Magazine, the only men's magazine in the Delaware Valley. And we have great networking events. If you'd like to plug in and see what we can do for your business, please shoot me an email, ken at jerseymanmagazine.com, or call 856-912-4007. Mark, how are you? Did you survive the first Sunday of NFL football? <laughs> yeah, I survived. I, I, I did better than, than some players who got knocked out in week one, which is never – you never like seeing that. But, you know, T.J. T. Watt, the great Linebacker in Pittsburgh. That's looks like terrible. He may be torn, going for the season. Pitch, yeah. Pack, yeah. yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott hurt, hurt his thumb. He's going to be out a while, it looks like. Um, so some other injuries around the league. But it's football. I mean, yeah. you know better than I. It's a violent game. Well, you know what uh, I found really interesting, the drama associated with these games yesterday. Normally it takes a week or two to build into some of these crazy finishes, and there was a yeah. lot of dramatic games at, at the wire last night, which well, made it fun. We almost had two ties. Exactly. We had one, the Colts yeah. and um, Texans yeah. and tied. Cincinnati-Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh-Cincinnati came down, and yeah. it looked like that was going to be a tie, and the kid from Pittsburgh hits a long field goal. Hey, by the way, i got a stat for you. All uh-huh. right? And I've been using this for years, and people tell me, oh, it's just you're, you're, you know, you're making it up. Yeah. Not, this is this – is, this is a real thing. The Super Bowl loser, okay? You lose a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Opening day the next week, our, that team is now two and twenty-one. That's amazing. It yeah, is. We could, we could make some money is. with that information. Well, I have. You know I, mean? uh, yeah. I love <laughs> and never getting points. Um, I, I actually talked to Kurt Warner. I did a story. I don't know how many years ago about that. Because there's also the other thing that about the Super Bowl loser, other than the New England. If you take them out of the mix, and there, I think they have the two wins. To be honest with you, uh, I know they have at least one of the two. But um, I, I, I asked Warner because Warner won a Super Bowl, obviously with the Rams, and then he lost two Super Bowls. He lost with the Rams to the Patriots on the, uh, Brady's first win, and then he lost with um, Arizona to Pittsburgh. And um, he explained to me that he said, "Yeah, it's a real thing because everybody watches the Super Bowl, right? Even." People that don't even watch football all year, they all watch the they, – everyone watches the Super Bowl. So everybody knows who won and lost the Super Bowl. He says, and then you spend the whole offseason, no matter where you go, you go to your friends for something, you go to family, your wife's family, somebody, and all everybody's talking about it. Oh, I was rooting for you. You know, what happened? I, it's a shame. So that's all you hear about. All It's in your head all offseason. How well I know. Back. Oh yeah, well you well you yeah you lost the Super Bowl. That's right. But you you won a couple too. But you're still the most amazing story of all time. Played four years. Like well, listen, years. listen. I appreciate that. You're my biggest fan. But let, let let's not talk about me. Let's talk about Philadelphia. Okay. Sorry. But anyway, my, it, it plays in yeah. their heads. Okay. Two and twenty-one. Go ahead. Well, sorry. as my ex-teammate Herm Edwards says, you play to win the game, and the Eagles right. won the game, thirty-eight yeah. to thirty-five. A lot of issues, though. Um, before I jump into the Eagles, I do want to mention. The passing of Guy Morris, who was the starting yeah. center on that 1980 NFC championship team. Guy had suffered from Alzheimer's for the last few years. I actually saw him at Harold Carmichael's uh, Hall of Fame induction in Canton last year. Oh, wow. And he was struggling, but he made the trip. And 
and obviously that's a big loss for the Eagles family. So I just want to uh, mention Guy and, and prayers he, for his family. He made he a name a, for himself as a head college coach as he well. Was a, yeah, Baylor. Somewhere else, Kentucky Baylor, right? Yeah. Good, good player, second-round pick out of TCU and okay. played for the Eagles for a lot of years. But So let, let's talk about the game yesterday. And here some things that, that really concerned me. Um, I, I really thought that both of the Eagles' offensive line and defensive line got outplayed badly yesterday. Um, some of the protection schemes I found uh, incredible. For example, Lane Johnson twice, uh, depending on the protection, but this is kind of common sense of football, if you've got a free man on your outside, you have to pass your inside responsibility off to the guys that are there and then pick up that outside blitzer twice Lane Johnson let the guy go. Now, I don't know if that scheme, I don't know if Johnson didn't see him, but that's, that's really a recipe for getting your quarterback killed, who, by the way, if he continues to run as much as he is, 17 carries yesterday for 90 uh, yards, he, he's, he's going to be injured. Yeah. So, so the line play concerned me. And then the defensive line play, especially when the game started, was, was, I thought, incredible. Now, to Gannon's credit, uh, Jonathan Gannon, the Eagles defensive coordinator, he did dial up a couple blitzes early, and he got burned. Once the Eagles took the lead, he went back into that same safe cover two thing, which, you know, I think is a waste of Hassan Reddick. And if you if you got the guys in the backfield now that can cover, I think you want to mix that up a little bit. But what are your thoughts on those two issues? Uh, well, I agree with you on both, but I – a win's a win. I, I agree with everything that you said. I'm never going to complain about a win, no, especially on the road. Much. It's hard to win in this league. It, and, it is. And you, and you went on the road. Now, with that said, there are concerns. Um, you, the, let's be honest. Now, the Detroit Lions, were, they were psyched up. They had the biggest crowd in, I think, ever, they said, right, at Ford Field. Um, but the Lions, let's, let's be honest. I mean, I don't – I give Dan, Dan Campbell a, a fun guy, and he's – He's got a lot of energy, and, and all. But let's be honest. That's I don't think the Lions are going to be playing in the postseason this year. Okay. Um, so, and when you and when you're up on that team, thirty-eight to twenty-one, you shouldn't let them back in the game where they have a chance. Where they had actually had a chance. So that concerns me. But my biggest concerns, and again, I'm not taking anything away from a win, was letting the Lions back in the game when it looked when it would look like you could just put them away. And that's what a good team does. A good team, mm-hmm. a playoff team, a Super Bowl team. You're up 38-21, you win, you know, whatever, 41-24. to So whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? You just, you don't worry. You're sweating at the end. You know? uh, and the well, second, yeah, Hurts can't keep running like this because he's going to do the time. He's going to get hurt. There's no doubt. There's, I mean, it's just, there's no, it's just like Kyler Murray in Arizona and, um, Jackson and Baltimore, they they take too many chances, and yeah. you know defensive players. When, when you're running like that, you're not a quarterback anymore. So you're open game, and the, well, the Lions' safety took a shot at him yesterday. Um, he got penalized. He got penalized for it, but so what? I mean, uh, the Eagles. Get, I think the Eagles would rather have a healthy fifteen yards, right? Got penalized and got kicked out of the game. Uh, well, which he hurt him. Yeah. Well, the punch got her right. Uh, uh, so, so they give up. Uh, you know, it's funny you mentioned Dan Campbell. He reminds me of uh, an old Eagles player. You probably don't remember him, Tim Rosovich. He was oh, a crazy guy. Yeah, he was a crazy guy that would like 
he would eat light bulbs yeah. and stuff. Yeah. And Campbell reminds me of that kind of a guy, very, very intense. But, um, you know, they gave up 180 yards rushing to Detroit. Yeah. And now, you know, Detroit was a fairly good rushing team last year. But another thing that concerned me, um, Davis, the Eagles' first-round draft pick, I guess he was on the field. I didn't see his name called very often. Fletcher Cox was playing uh, singled up against a reserve offensive guard, and he did get a half a sack. He shared with Brandon Graham. But, you know, you expect more out of a guy that, you know, is a, is a perennial pro bowler who's got a $100 million contract. So th- those two things, I thought the missed tackling uh, defensively, you know, Maddox missed a couple wide-open tackles. Epps did. Hargraves did. And to me, that boils down to a lack of contact, live contact in training camp. If you don't go live more than these guys go, there's no way you can be good at tackling when the season starts. And I, and I think it showed up. Oh, I tell people that all the time when I'm watching games with, with friends, and they're like, man, just tackling. And I'm like, because they don't do it anymore. They don't practice. It's like, any other, it's like anything it. else in life. If you don't practice it, you're not going to be good at it. And they don't, they don't hit in camp like they used to. They don't play in preseason. They don't play. They, right. they simply don't play all the backups play. Well, you, exactly. you, 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 co- you cover the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers doesn't, hasn't played a snap in the preseason, I think, the last two or three years. And he didn't look that great yesterday. No, they look awful. They always look awful because they don't, they don't play anybody. They don't play. These Eagles played some guys. Hurts played a little bit. Some of those are, Packers don't, don't play anybody. And that's, it's, it's – it's giving away your. It's giving away the first game of the season, basically, because you're you're not ready. You're just not ready. Um, I don't know. I'm old school. I think you know. I covered when Buddy Ryan and you played for Dick Vermeil, and, and and you know what those camps were like. And um, I understand the safety issues. I understand you don't want to get guys hurt. But listen, you have to. Listen, have if to, you're not if you're not ready to play. If you're not ready to play, number one, you're more susceptible to injuries when you do play for real. And number two, if you're not if you're not ready to play when the season starts, you're probably not going to win anyway. So <laughs> you've got to get at least some. I'm not saying these guys have to play the entire preseason games, but you got to get some work. I mean, play right. a quarter. I mean, you know, yeah, they never the whole free. I mean, it used to be what well, it used to have four. It used to have six. I didn't cover that, but they. Did they have six when you played or just four? No, no, thank God. It was only four. It wasn't long before you had to have six, I remember. I, as true, a, kid, a couple I, years. I remember playing, they played, I remember the Eagles played the Giants in preseason, which I'm look back at it, they, that's crazy that they would play a division opponent in preseason. But, yeah. um, and they played it at Princeton. I used to go to that game all the time. But anyway, um, it, there was four preseason games. So the first one, the Steelers played a series or two, depending on how it went. If the offense went down and scored on, the, on their one series, they usually came out. If they went three and out, then they put them back out there for another series just to get, just to get a little more work. Um, second preseason game, you played a quarter maybe into the second. The third preseason game, you played. You played a, at least a half and probably into the third quarter, sometimes all three quarters. Mm-hmm. And then the fourth, the fourth preseason game, that's when you backed off. You, most starters didn't play because that was when you were looking at Who's going to win that backup linebacker job? Who's going to be my third running back? Who's going to be my fourth wide? Oh, no, and that's what that game was for. To you know, the last chance to see the guys on from player forty-five to fifty-three, basically. Yeah. And that was kind of the recipe that most every team followed. Then all of a sudden, it got to be 
less and less and less to where, like you said, now guys don't play at all. And it, and it shows up in week one. It, it really does. Not just with Philly, not just Green Bay, all over the league. Now, some teams, the teams that do play players, some teams still do, and they usually come out a little stronger in week one. That's true. You know, talking numbers a little bit, uh, Jalen Hurts goes 18 for 32, 243 yards. He did have 90 yards rushing on 17 attempts, which is uh, too many. Miles Sanders had a nice game, 13 rushes for 96 yards. Looked like he had the fresh legs, right? He set up. Yeah, well, he needs more than 13 carries. <laughs> yeah. Right? Don't you think? Well, but the, but the problem is, you know, Hertz is running for his life. Uh, I do think they should have more design runs for, for Miles Sanders and yeah, certainly at that performance. You're winning. You know? I agree. I agree. I mean, I agree. How about uh, how about the debut of uh, A.J. Brown? Ten catches, 155 yards. These guys look like they've been playing with each other forever. Well, they're old friends apparently from somewhere. I don't know where or how, but they're, that's why they Eagles Mountain. That's, hey, listen. Again, I'm going to say this. Get save this tape when you're listening. Record this. I'm going to say it again. You know who won this game for the Eagles yesterday? General Manager. Wow. He did. I am going to. I I just pushed the record button because I, <laughs> I, I can't believe what I'm doing. Howie, this game. Forget Sirianni. Forget Howie Roseman won that game yesterday. The trade for AJ, if they don't trade for AJ Brown and they don't sign James Bradbury, they're all in one right now. Am I wrong? Well, well, no, you're not. But how about the fact that he uh, drafted Devontae Smith, who had no receptions yesterday? That's the same Howie. Right? I got it. I'm trying to be devil's advocate. No, I'm, having, I'm having a little bit of fun. But, you're um, a negative guy today. I'm what, so negative. Listen, no, I, I want, hey, I guarantee the Eagles win yesterday. All right? And then, they, of course, they jump, they, out yeah. there. they jump out there losing 7 to nothing. I thought I was going to have to eat my words. We just gotta, That's another thing. That's another concern. If we're talking about concerns, are they going to do that again this year where they kind of sleepwalk through the first quarter? Well, again, if you don't go live in practice, it's hard to be sharp when the game starts. Um, uh, only it takes 30 them seconds. a quarter to wake up. Yeah, only 30 seconds left, Mark. We've got Minnesota who uh, laid a thumping on Green Bay last week. What do you think of the upcoming game? It's at night, right? It is a Monday night game. Dick Vermeer is going to be on her at halftime, by the way. Kirk Cousins well, that, never wins at night. That's so another nugget. Now we've got the Super Bowl hangover, and the Kirk Cousins <laughs> doesn't win at night. Kirk, hey, Mark, he doesn't win at night. Time, man. It's been great. Thanks for marking. Right. We'll see you next week. Take care, everybody.